0: This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men
1: with Rick and Dave. Litigation Dodgeball. <laughs> Cathedral Putt-Putt. Nazi Amusement Park. Warren G. Harding. Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Mary Lou Henner.
0: And we interview one of the great celebrity rock and roll photographers, Mick Rock. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now.
1: The following is a Tony Lasano
0: podcast, an OPI production, on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man, Man with Rick and Dave. Dave's dancing. Woo! Here's my break. Yeah, very nice. Very nice.
2: No. Oh, pull hammy. Pull the hammy.
0: hammy pulled a, I, I pulled a hammy running for an elevator once. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a humiliating moment. Well, uh, where were, were you? It was, I was still well, like detained. in my thirties. No, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, I was working at, at a radio show and I was trying to get out of there for the day. The elevator was open and I was, you know, 18 feet away. I'm like, hang on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. Right. That, that actually typifies your radio career. <laughs> I got to get out of here now. <laughs> yeah, it does. It actually does typify it perfectly. Well, welcome to another episode of minutia, man got a, a uh, big star coming oh, up uh, no. a, a, a photography hero now I know that's doesn't sound like a big thing but we're talking about somebody there's no doubt that you have seen his work he is somebody who took uh, over a hundred album cover mm-hmm. uh, photos um, his name is Mick Rock right come on uh, he they he he owned the 70s. And we're,
1: we're children of the seven. But he's been, and, and his career yeah. has continued to flourish throughout yeah. the last four or five decades. Um, but yeah, he's worked with Lou Reed and he's looked, he's David worked with Bowie. David Bowie, uh, yeah, and, you name it, and Queen. And so he'll be on a little bit later on the show. Right. So
0: uh, look forward to that. Uh, you know, this is my first uh, show as a 56 year old. And you look great. You don't look at you, you, you look <laughs> 55 and a half. Oh, maybe. Cut it out. But I wanted to share with you a present I got for my birthday. Uh, it's called German Humor, the Comprehensive it's seven Anthology pages. by Noah So, S-O-W. And I want. we're so going to start...
1: G- it's German Humor by a Korean. Is that what basically...
0: S-O-W, that could be... I don't know. I right. don't know what that is. Um, but uh, we're going to share little tidbits in every show from now on. Okay. But I, right. I want you to start with reading the Beck cover and especially the blurbs. All right? Okay. So, um, you know what the blurbs are. Yeah, I'm a publisher.
1: Yeah an outstanding anthology which features the milestones of typically german humor yes and they spelled humor h u m o u r yes i believe this was published in, in england right. yes um, <laughs> meticulously come on of course you have to use the word meticulously meticulously researched and thoroughly compiled with particular emphasis on traditional German humor, also featuring featuring contemporary German comedians' best punchlines. That is the most unfunny <laughs> description of a humor book I have ever read. Keep uh, going. Uh, a must-have for all devotees of critics and critics of Germany. Okay, there's quite a few of those, yeah, uh-huh. too. All right, finally, the best German laugh I've ever had. Christine Schmidt of the intersectional times, okay? <laughs> funnier than Angela, Angela, oh Angela Merkel probably, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Okay, funnier than Angela, or A- Angela. Ang- Angela. 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 Yeah. Fatima Waita, and from the, God, this is the small type, Noor Karazeta, yeah, whatever. Don't know. Uh, this book is thoroughly researched and meticulously compiled, <laughs> which is exactly the word, oh, that's funny. That is funny. By Jermaine uh, Debris. Yeah. From the German, yeah, went, I all right, and you know, it's about 70 pages. <laughs> he's Now he's flipping through the pages. Wow, not, we're really yeah. gonna, you know, this is a total, this is our bit.
0: Right? I know, you know I, this, is, total this is why I wanted to show it to you. Dave, tell him what's on the pages of this book. There'd be nothing. 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 Do no, you get it? German <laughs> humor, there's no such thing as German humor. Now Dave had this idea, oh, 40 years ago. <laughs> I know, right. And we would, you know, I've got a actual notepad. Where well, Dave used to call me on, when, when he was working in the paper business, and he'd call me up and he'd say, hey, write this down. I've got an idea, you know, and, and this is one of the yeah, ideas yeah. on your list. Yeah, but it's, a,
1: what's the guy, Noel So? is that his name?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, he followed through on it. Yes, yeah. uh, from Donkey Press. <laughs> uh, actually, it was uh, published in Germany, in uh, Hamburg, Germany, Osterfeldstraße, but made in Poland and bought by my wife in croatia on our trip there and and given to me as a birthday present.
1: it appears that it may not be available available in america maybe hmm. so hmm. i mean you can't copyright hmm. i mean
0: you know i'm you telling can, you know, that publisher mind of yours is always thinking uh i got an unrelated
1: story um oh, yeah i here's a couple things first of all yeah. when i tell a story you do the you do the hurry up sign a lot do i yeah, yeah. so just okay. don't okay i'm going to okay. weave a tail here and oh i boy. don't i don't like the little all right. the, the the finger wag you know I, yeah, all right so
0: Ella, i'm just going to say you uh, tend to add a lot of unnecessary details so just omit those and it was yeah, a, you know.
1: it was a it was a cold <laughs> and rainy day uh so no, this just happened a couple of days ago on Tuesday. We uh-huh. have yeah, wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go, the finger thing.
0: <laughs>
1: so on Tuesday we had make your own pizza day at the Stern at the Stern home. Okay. Okay. So I bought the crusts and I bought the yeah. sauce and the oh, yeah. whatever, and we had everything except Julia wanted pineapple and Canadian bacon okay. on her on her pizza. We didn't have it, so I ran to the to the Mariano's, which okay. is our grocery store, and I can't find. I could I found the Uncured Canadian bacon perfectly. Right. I mean, that, bing, bang. Yeah. I nailed that one. I couldn't find the pineapple slices in the in the can. Okay. okay. I just couldn't do it. Up and down the aisles, you know? And I couldn't find anybody to help me, right? So, I finally find a guy. Yeah. And I and I go, and I may have been a little curt. Yeah. I've been a little aggravated at this time. Yeah. You know, a little cranky. You're right? Dave. Right, exactly. So, I ask, hey, where's your pineapple, canned pineapple? Yeah. And he kind of looks at me like, what? I'm like... Where is your con- where is your pineapple in cans? Right? He gives me that look, right? And then he points to his name tag. Yeah. Guess what his name is? Pineapple? Def. Oh. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, oh, oh. my God. I hey. felt like such a shit. Hello. Sh- <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So then I, you know what I did? Where are <laughs> your pineapple? Right. I
0: just talked louder. And yeah. it, uh, so. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a nice person. <laughs> oh, So, uh was that quick enough? That was way? quick enough. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. I I do think we have to give them minutiae because that's what they come here for. I'll Fasten
1: your seatbelt, Rick, because I'm going to take you on a journey 45 years in the past. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, headline, 10-year-old charged with assault after dodgeball game at school. <laughs> did you hear about <laughs> I this? I did hear about this. Yes. A 10-year-old boy from Canton, Michigan has been charged with aggravated assault after injuring another student during a schoolyard dodgeball game. Okay. Okay. The child's mother, Kamisha Triplett Lindley, said on April 30th that her son Bryce—oh, come on. Yeah, guilty. (laughs) Exactly. The name right there. The guy's a jag. Yeah. Was suspended from Erickson Elementary School for throwing a ball back at a student during recess while playing a game called Tips Dodgeball. Now, I don't know what tips dodgeball. I don't either. Whatever. Yeah. So, again, this is what happened. They're playing dodgeball. Right. This jag named Bryce whacks somebody in the head. Yeah. Right? Turns out that this kid that got nailed has a pre-existing condition. Uh Uh-oh. So, why the hell is he playing dodgeball? Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hits him in the head, and they press charges against Bryce. I guess the charges have been dropped. They
0: have. They have. I Um, heard that they were dropped.
1: But... I'm thinking my childhood right now. Oh, I, Is there I, a statue of limitations are that you I can me? Uh, you,
0: you you're telling me that my mind wasn't immediately <laughs> right. dialing 911? Uh,
1: so uh, I've got a, um, I'm throwing it down the gauntlet and a warning Mark Fagus, Douglas right. Vickers, Yep. Peter Kadrika, uh-huh. Keith Machenhaupt. Yep. And Sheila O'Malley. Really? For, yeah, for pulling. Okay. And me let in me the-
0: throw Harold Grutzmacher, Mike <laughs> Murphy, uh, nineteen seventy six pal. I haven't right. forgotten.
1: Right. The nineteen seventy seven yeah. graduation class of Hate Elementary is gonna be yeah. sent up the river, Rick. Glenn Strike, nineteen seventy four.
0: <laughs> I haven't forgotten. <laughs> I have not forgotten. Uh, all right. So there you go. Well yeah. good. I'm glad I'm glad to hear it, and I'm glad we immediately sided with the with the one that, that filed suit. Of course. <laughs> totally legitimate. <laughs> totally legitimate. That did not strike a nerve at all with, uh, with the former Femme of the
1: Year. Yeah, right. And one that if there was the award available, you right. would have been Femme of the Year
0: Mount Prospect. I'm just happy that I lived in Mount Prospect that hadn't thought of Femme of the Year yet. <laughs> and that's the only reason I escaped. Yeah.
1: Keith, Keith Mockenhop isn't going to be laughing when he's uh, in front of the judge.
0: All right. You know how people tell us that uh, we're not edgy enough? Mm-hmm. All right, I think uh, I'm going to change that yeah, impression right now okay. because I'm going to do a religion story. Oh, All right. okay. Yeah? All right. England's second oldest cathedral has installed a nine-hole miniature golf course inside the, th- inside the cathedral, sparking outrage among Catholics who are calling the initiative sacrilege against the temple of God and a mockery. Of Christ. That's just good marketing. Officials said the idea was to attract more visitors yeah, to course. the Rochester Cathedral, which was founded in 604 <laughs> AD. All right, so we're not talking about, <laughs> right. you know, like putting this in, you know, the yeah. K Mark. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, All right. This is, you know, it's a cathedral. Yeah, it's yeah. a cathedral that's more than a thousand years yeah. old. Um, we hope that when people come in, they will know that they're welcome and they will have an enjoyable experience. Rachel Phillips, canon for the mission and growth at the cathedral, told the Christian radio station. So while people are here having fun and playing crazy golf, they will take the opportunity to reflect on that wider theme. Of God damn it, I hit the windmill. And, <laughs> and And surprisingly, people are angry about this. <laughs>
1: Funny, yeah. You would never have known they're obviously not Germans because of that. You know, they, well, uh,
0: yes, exactly. I mean, what's wrong with the Germ- with the Roman soldier shield going up and down <laughs> right. on hole right. one? <laughs> And what's wrong with having to sit at hole one, kneel at hole two, (laughs) stand at hole three? Right. right. I mean, well, and you just part the water hazard. Right. You're being fantastic. You put it right through there as the red sea is parted.
1: (laughs) Honey, don't get too close to the burning bush.
0: The only thing that is a little out of of touch, I think, is the holes being in the middle of Jesus' palms. (laughs)
1: hey i got a no. holy in
0: one yeah exactly all right so anyway that is uh my uh
1: catholics you know we got a lot of great shows on the radio misfits podcast network we, we do right we got the car guys right yep Yep. we've got yep. uh lasano and friends yep. we got and friends it's yep. like rhoda it's the spinoff it is it's like the mary tyler moore spinoff right yeah uh, and you all you got to do is go on radiomisfits.com yep you can see all the great shows you can subscribe to all the great shows, shows, including ours, Minutia Men, on iTunes. Or I guess it's called the Apple Podcasts now. Yeah. Google Play, Stitcher, what else? iHeartRadio, what Whatever. Wherever podcasts can be found,
0: Minutia Men can be found.
1: Uh, Go to your fancy computer here and yeah. fire me up the Nazi jingle, please. All right. People say we're not edgy. We're going Nazi. Ah! Oh did
0: dave really find another story about nazis hey, another one
2: <laughs>
1: so hitler's wolf lair do you know the wolf lair in, in poland, poland it's yes. in poland it, yeah. it was one of hitler's it wasn't a retreat because he did like worst i mean he it was kind of like a war headquarters. well i yeah. think
0: it was like a, a home I, he spent like hundreds of days right, there okay yeah. so well it's yeah. in the polish
1: okay well, obviously, they're not... Or That's the place where they tried to kill him. Right, in the Tom Cruise movie. Right. Where Tom Cruise didn't even bother with a German accent. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom. Yeah, hello. Call me Hair Maverick. <laughs> yeah. So, pro- as we were just talking about the cathedral wanting to drum up business, yeah. the wolf lair, they want to attract more tourists. <laughs> they don't get enough tourists at the wolf no, lair? No. So, managers of the Polish site where Hitler had his retreat, are now improving tourist facilities in order to attract more people. Oh, right? boy. They're adding new information panels, okay. which is okay. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah, whatever. Know. A new car park. You know, uh, okay. Right, yeah. Volkswagen. You got a park somewhere, you know, right? right. right. The, you know, Volkswagens right here or whatever. Right. And, and they made a nice new entrance building. So, fine, yeah, well, right? it doesn't sound that bad. And a hotel and a restaurant and possibly an amusement park as okay, well. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so a little tacky. No, I'm an idea guy. You are? As you know. So they're building this Nazi amusement park, basically. Right. Got a couple of rides. I'm picking okay. up. Oh, no. Uh, uh-huh. The Swiss Family Safe House. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Country Bear Jubilee. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's edgy. It is. That's edgy. Uh, uh,
0: how about the Goebbels' Gondola? <laughs> no.
1: No, I, I think yeah. I love it.
0: Uh, the daring Garing Bridge. <laughs> okay, you be careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know we're just doing the golf thing with Adolf Golf. Oh, oh my God! It rhymes. Uh, absolutely, yeah. you can have you know, a little putt putt. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can with do his all. little putt putt. Right, yeah. exactly. So. Well, I think that's very nice. Um, and uh, if, you know, it's if, in Poland somewhere. It's uh, I don't even have the site. You know, a lot of Poland. I don't know if you knew this. A lot of Poland was once part of Germany. <laughs> and so was the rest of europe pretty (laughs) much okay dave we're gonna take a quick break okay and we'll be right back hi i'm howard sudbury i'm steve baskerville on the next back to you a communications expert is going to try to teach steve and i how to communicate and he says one important thing you better answer and every audience wants to know what's in it for me all right that's on the next back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You know what I fantasize about every day, Kimmy?
2: You fantasize about me every day?
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I said, do you, do you want to know what I fantasize about every day, Kimmy?
1: What do you fantasize about every day, Samuel?
0: Uh, whether the longest living president in the history of the United States is still alive. Jimmy Carter. Well, let's look it up right now. Jimmy Carter. He's alive. 94 years old. Still kicking it. Yeah, he's doing good. Jimmy Carter saves lives.
1: What? You make him sound like he can rise people back from the dead.
0: He can. I'm convinced he sucked the life force out of the two other presidents who's died.
1: You got me in this now. I'm sucked in, Tommy. I'm on the Queen and Jimmy Carter Road. What do you mean me? What are you talking to
0: me for? (laughs) Hey, if you like this kind of content, listen, subscribe, and rate and friends on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Just search for Radio Misfits. You'll find us. And we're back. Time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is Just One Bad Century with Rick and Dave. Have I ever told you that I wrote a book called Every Cub Ever? Uh, is that, uh, has that ever come up? Uh, you know, everycubever.com, at cardspress.com. You know,
1: when I'm doing the, when I die, yeah. and they I, I think they do like a recap show, like an interview show. It's like a David Letterman thing when you go to. Oh, the, do they? I, uh, I think so. Okay. And they're going to go Biggest Regrets. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: My affiliation with the Every Cub Ever book is going to be one of those. Wow. Okay.
0: Well, geez, that seems harsh, but, uh, so as you well know, Dave, this week is the uh, anniversary of Warren G. Harding passing away. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. Um, and he of all the presidents, other than maybe Ronald Reagan is the most tied in to the Cubs. Okay. You know what? I'm going to give you another one. Uh, Taft. Taft's brother was a part owner of the Cubs. Oh, okay. Um, so, so Taft and Reagan.
1: So political affiliations with the Cubs, ownership has been... Consistent. Yeah.
0: Consistent. <laughs> okay. and, and I'm going to tell you why. I mean, I'm going to really get into this. The Teapot Dome scandal, sure. which is you know the, the scandal that, that uh, you know, brought down the Warren Harding right. administration. The Cubs were all over that. <laughs> the cubs had played a very big part. Let me tell you a little bit about it, all right? So for one thing, even though Warren G Harding wasn't from Chicago, uh, he was nominated by the Republican Party leaders in Chicago okay. at a smoke-filled room in the Blackstone Hotel, which well, is Well, that still was there.
1: The, that was the kind of the shenanigans one, right? I mean, yeah. where
0: they're suite 40 on the 13th floor of the Blackstone Hotel. That's where Uh, the Harding uh, was was made and a minority owner of the Cubs Albert Lasker was one of those guys that was in that room that was picking him and also William Wrigley Harding attended a Cubs game during that campaign at the invitation of William Wrigley after he was elected Harding invited his all-time favorite baseball player Cap Anson Mm -hmm. former Cub he's not in the book is he he's in the book (laughs) uh, to the White House and then there was a guy named Harry Sinclair. Harry Sinclair was a f- also one of the Cubs' owners, and he is at the core of the Teapot Dome scandal. Okay. Um, in 1922, Albert B. Fall was the University or the U.S. Secretary of the Interior, and he leased without competitive bidding the Teapot Teapot Dome fields to Sinclair. Okay, it was Sinclair owned Sinclair oil. Okay. Sure. The the dinosaur. Yes. Right. right. Now, when the Senate got wind of this, they investigated and they found out that he had loaned the secretary a large (laughs) amount of money and he was indicted for conspiracy and for accepting bribes. And he was convicted and he sentenced to a year in prison and fined a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. And that was in 1922 was an enormous amount. Uh, Sinclair was acquitted. But subsequently sentenced to prison for contempt of the Senate and for employing detectives to shadow members of the jury, <laughs> to tamper the jury Oh, that's pl- that's that's good stuff there. <laughs> that's good, good yeah. stuff. Uh, so this was not discovered until after Harding passed away. So at this time in 1923, when Harding dies, everyone's still like,
1: "Oh, oh
0: it's right. gone." Right, you yeah, yeah. know, they don't know that he. Uh, uh, used uh skim profits from war <laughs> surplus sales that he bootlegged drugs to dealers <laughs> that he took kickbacks from purchasing agents that his alien <laughs> custodian took bribes the attorney general was a bagman Harding had a Hashtag mistress #fake news fake news fake news <laughs> mother of an illegitimate child another mistress who was inconveniently married to one of his friends
1: nevertheless Well didn't some didn't one of his like uh I don't know, assistants or advisors end up dying. Oh, there were all yeah. sorts of things.
0: I yeah. mean, that, but let's not forget. He's a you know, Cub fan. <laughs> Cub fan. So all is forgiven <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And that's why today we memorialize
1: Warren G. Harding. All right, well, and again, although many of those people are in every EveryCubEver.com. Yeah, that, that's right, every com.
0: A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave.
1: Big news. Breaking hey. news. Okay. Okay. The Celebrity Potpourri segment. Yes. We're changing it a little bit. We are. So what we're going to start doing is... Um, is I'm going to pick the name that's going to happen that we're going to talk about next week. It's called a tease in the biz. Ah, very nice. So I'm going to, today, I'm going to pick two names. Okay. One will be for today. Yeah. And then the next one will be for, for next week. Next week. And then everybody can just be. Ooh. excited. Yeah, I wonder what that story is going right, to be. Right, exactly. Hey, Je- hey Maki. Did you re- did you hear that uh, blah, you know, blah 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 it, it is going to be on. it makes
0: sense. you know it was pointed out to us recently. Yeah, with all the promos on the podcast, people know we, exactly we who. We we record it. that promo after we after we record the show, but right. it it's played at the beginning yeah, of the show. So but it's like, well, we know so there's no there's no, <laughs> no suspense uh, right, no suspense. Right, Okay. So, so right. it makes
1: sense. So this is let's do this is for today. Okay. Okay. All right. Out of the Casco jar, he's
0: pulling out uh, the name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story.
1: Mary Lou Henner.
0: Okay. Um, All right. I've already told a couple of stories about her, but I've got another one. Okay.
1: Uh, uh, you know what? Tell the story, and then I will, after that, pick the next name ooh, for the next one. Okay. Order. I like the way you think. That's another tease. Like Speaking of tease, Mick think. Rock will be here in a few minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So Mary Lou Henner. You know, she just came up when we were, we were playing, playing garage yeah, poker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't even hear this story until uh, Tom Sikowski told it to us, Who's one of our garage poker buddies.
1: The former radio buddy. Um,
0: yeah. And he was part of the John Landecker show, too, and he was there when Mary Lou Henner was there uh, on all of her interviews. But he said that uh, she told a story, and I didn't remember this, that said the day that...
2: The Neil Moonland. Armstrong
0: yeah, right. walked on the moon with the day she lost, lost her, her virginity. virginity. Yeah, because we were having a poker game on that on the, day, on that and day, I said, right. and I pointed out, well, you know, boys, this is a big uh, anniversary. He goes, what, well, the anniversary of Mary Lou Henner losing her virginity? <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that? Yeah. But, but, but I guess it's that's some, minutia. That is some big time minutia. And man. she's the one that's supposed to have uh, a. Uh, a photographic right. memory, and yet Tom, yeah, I remember that. So here's here's another story from Mary Lou Hunter, and this goes way back. The first time we had her on John Landecker show, she walked in the studio and said, "My niece." This is her talking to John. My niece babysat your daughters. Oh, really? When they were little. And they used to, you used to pay them with record albums <laughs> that you brought home from WLS. <laughs> so
1: stole the record albums from the radio station. It, really?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, in those days, yeah, they they were getting sure. all sorts of stuff. But yeah. so that the tie in between them was that close, right? So if you know familial wise, right, 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 and she knew of John before she became a star. So she was like a listener of the show, and and is Mary Lou from? Ch- she's from Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she went to Taft High School. Okay, uh. and she had. Um, she was such a sweet lady, and and she and Landecker hit it off beautifully. Let, let's
1: get her on the show. You have the number. We the, should. Okay.
0: One time we had her. Uh, we went into. We took her in a uh, taxi. We we actually oh, get went, a taxi. Went I get in it. a taxi. Right. Sure. Sure. And we we played a game where we'd cl- do a clips of the show, and then the taxi driver. Had to guess what the punchline was. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, oh, that's a great.
0: It was a great a, it was an awesome bit, and he'd have to turn it on in the radio, yeah. in the car, you know, in the t- in the yeah. taxi. And that was that was one of the. How did you guys Leonard get story. canceled?
1: You should still be right. I know, then, I know. All right. Well, now here is the name for next week.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Everybody, write this down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Make uh, sure that we remember it. Jay Leno. All right. Oh, I got. I got several great right. stories okay. about Jay Leno. So, All right. so, we happened to, there's two repeaters there that we threw back into the jar. Because but, uh, cause you got a plethora. A plethora uh, of, of stories.
1: Speaking yeah. of celebrities.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's bring them in. Yeah. Bring All right. So.
1: Well, let's just play
0: let's just play the audio and, 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 and bring him in. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute. With Rick and Dave. All right, we have a special guest on the phone uh, joining us from, uh, I believe, New York City. Uh, yes, sir. His name uh, is Mick Rock, and he's known as the man who shot the 70s. It's not a gun reference. He's one of the great <laughs> rock photographers. He photographed David Bowie, Lou Reed, Iggy Pop, uh, Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd, Queen, Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols, many there more.
2: Bones. I mean, you, the, they, you yeah, name they it. Yeah, still shoot. I still but, shoot. I, mean, I that, know. That man who shot the 70s thing, What is good for museums and galleries, and the book people like it a lot, but... It's, you know, sometimes I go, oh shit. I just <laughs> did a shoot yesterday. <laughs> Sounds like they fucking put me out of the past years ago. Yeah, but
0: I mean, if you got a decade that you own, you know, you should go with it. I mean, you own a
1: decade. I don't
2: have any So I do. <laughs> right. This- did you see? Did you check out the documentary?
1: No, no, we we have not seen the documentary, although we wanted to talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, it was at- Yeah, uh, if
2: you go on Netflix, oh, yeah. look at, and shot, it's, you know, bang, bang, click, click. Um, and it's on Netflix, yeah, S-H-O-T, exclamation mark. Oh,
0: okay. Well, I guess with a name like Mick Rock, you really had no choice but to follow a career Those like fucks
2: this.
1: <laughs> yeah, from right. The
2: beginning, yes.
1: Well, thank God your name wasn't Sheldon Podiatrist, right? <laughs>
2: that would have been an interesting name. Yeah. Be very memorable.
0: <laughs> so you have, you know, as we as we mentioned, you've worked with some of the greats. Uh, you know, of those greats, yeah. Who is your
2: favorite or
1: most? Uh, I guess you can't. You know, you don't have a fa- you know oh, favorite no. kid, but yeah. but
2: you know, no, it's w- like the wives and girlfriends. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I love them all. Right.
1: Well,
0: okay. which but one? do you really do you do you really <laughs> love them all, or are there some that were a little well, bit I'll difficult?
2: Tell you, the thing about in the early days is we were all you know within a few years we were all similar ages so i would have and of course there was the other factor which was you know stimulants mm-hmm. um and you know i'm retired other than a puff here and there, i'm retired from all that for the last 23 years because in 96 i had heart bypass surgery oh wow, boy that yeah was- god's way of saying yeah
1: no more mick
2: yeah wake up
1: everybody everybody.
2: here we go (laughs) no he said if 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 you're leaving town you're not fucking coming here yeah okay uh, i uh, I thought i better hang around (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, (laughs) delay that as long as possible (laughs) delay
2: that trip but so you're
0: saying you really did you really did it was like a camaraderie because you were all pals basically right
2: well, yeah, it was a different world in those days, you know, all the, all, all the fucking bullshit that goes on today. And, and there's too many, you know, and often it was just me, my camera, and the subject. Nowadays, I get lumbered, you know, I have to have at least a couple of assistants and mm-hmm. all that. But then I don't go out, you know, I don't shoot live concerts anymore. One, what's the point? And two... Um, if I go out, I've got my trusty telephone. I don't take a camera with me. Really? Like if, you want a ca- if you want a camera to shop, you need to lay some cash on the table. Oh, I Otherwise see. Otherwise, it yeah. stays home. No, I mean.
0: But don't you also have to go through like a, a coterie of uh, a PR people and stuff now? Yeah, but and... I don't.
2: I don't do it. I don't really do performance stuff. That's a while back. I did have a contract with the W Hotels for a while, and I shot a bunch of uh, action stuff in those days, but uh, that hasn't been for about three or four years now. So no, I want to, I like, you know, I like the one-on-one, I like uh, a situation where, I don't know for how much control I have, but I have enough control where I can Mm -hmm. build uh, a, uh, a certain kind of intimacy with the subject. But aren't right, you also
0: yeah. now so well known that that there's some there's a cachet that comes with that? I mean, when they come in there, they know they're not going to you know Joe Schmo, or
1: Sheldon Podiatrist, or Sheldon Podiatrist, Joe
2: Schmo's taking a couple of nice pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> I'm a big Joe Schmo fan. Don't <laughs> right, get me wrong. Right.
1: and we got to cut this interview quick because we got Joe Schmo on it. He's up next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: so, uh, well, yes, obviously, a. I'm a little bit older than I was forty years it, ago I'm sure and uh and yes, I mean in those days it was it was a different well one thing the record companies were very tight fisted and didn't want to lay out much money uh. i mean that queen cover uh, that has been all over the place, for <laughs> instance, not only did I conceive of it i also photographed it art directed it, and did the paste up mechanicals because that was the deal in those days mm. right. which
0: which so, queen cover did you which queen cover you well i that?
2: shot queen two and sheer heart attack oh wow oh, that's a great. One. Oh, so, those uh,
1: are those are iconic did you see bohemian rhapsody did you i mean i
2: saw the second half oh, okay um i know there's talk of us i think oh. remy's in um in London dealing with that new James Bond movie. Right. But uh I know through a mutual friend there's a desire to set up a dinner when he gets back. And maybe we'll talk about uh snaps, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I've heard a couple of old Queens friends of mine thought it wasn't gay enough. I go, Well <laughs> I there's documentaries out there and I thought it was gay enough. You know? I mean <laughs> No due respect.
1: What is gay enough? Is that that's? I didn't know that was a quanti- quantitative and not qualitative. I guess. Uh, well, I
0: think uh, Rocket Man is gayer, <laughs> right?
1: Uh,
2: yes, I'm not you... sure, what they, but but and I mean, it's it's. Is it a bit adapted? Yes, of course it is. But yeah. it's a movie. It's not a documentary, right? I mean, there's plenty of documentaries out there on Queen and Freddie. Check out one of those. But obviously, it's done very well, and God bless them. They've uh, the you know the music's so fabulous it's, exactly um, it... i mean that's the bottom line people ask it, so. oh you gave him that great picture mick i mean do you think i go well i don't know you know i mean yeah i helped a little bit here and there with the images but the bottom line is with that music they'd have broken through anyway i mean it's, can i you know... can i ask
0: you something about that era just you know i mean it was uh a time in New York uh, and London, where, you know, especially in New York though, where there was that uh, that scene. There was like a, mm-hmm. a seedy music scene that mm-hmm. is that we look back on now as you know, there's a uh, heyday. But at the time, it was it really was kind of like an underground thing that was just bubbling up, wasn't it?
2: Well, there was such a thing as the underground, yeah, back like in those days. Whereas nowadays, something like. Has a little spark, and it's like in Afghanistan. Three days later, yeah, right? But right. like three hours later, yeah, right. in about three days. I mean, it's it's a it's it's just a different world. There was, I mean, what? There were no cell phones. Right. There were no computers. I was talking to someone last night. Uh, about this graphic novel that some people want to do about me. They saw the documentary, got excited, and this is one of the illustrators I've been chatting to. Okay. And uh, I was saying, I mean, it was a beautiful world. No one can find you. Because there were no cell phones and oh, stuff. Right. You could lie your way out of any situation. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: You know, the, the first the thing, thing I... did is... I, yeah, you co- you they couldn't Google you. It. Yeah, right.
2: Yes. Right.
1: Well, we wouldn't have been able to find you that, and then you wouldn't have done our and po- We wouldn't have a podcast right
2: now, you know? No, that, that's... It, so was an entirely different world. And, uh, I, I you know, listen, I'm not... Twenty, twenty-one, twenty-five, 21 25 even 30 nowadays so my perspective is a little bit different right. and i don't stay up all night every night yeah i mean when i hung out with lou reed he'd always insist on staying up for two or three days at least wow yeah. fact, i remember working on a project with him that rock and roll heart was uh it was had all these tv sets in the background and we had to come up with imagery for it and uh I remember staying up for four nights oh my God. and saying to Lou, I've really got a crash, man. I mean, you know, when you're young, you can get away with him. And he called me a pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, only just, we're only just warming up. Man. It's
1: 96 hours only, you pussy.
2: On. <laughs> oh. he, could, he could go for a week without sleep. Yeah. I mean, maybe he had a little bit of assistance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, yeah.
0: A, Performance uh, like enhancing, a, yeah. And, and let's yeah, well, be honest, he, he's not around anymore. You know, yeah. Uh, well, a lot. No, yeah. I
2: did a beautiful book with him, yeah. which we co-signed just before he died. And Lou was, Lou was. I mean, he had that reputation which he played up to, but he was a very sweet guy. If he was your friend, yeah, he would go out of his way for you. He really would. I met
0: uh, I met him once uh, at uh, he, he was at Farm Aid, uh, believe it or not. Oh, in fact, Champagne, in 1985. Yeah. And he was uh, an absolute gentleman, a super, yes.
1: super nice man. Also, David He's, Bowie, you've done a lot of work with David Bowie.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: well, yeah. Tons, I mean,
0: tons. That's probably who you're most famous with dealing with, right?
2: Probably, I mean, I've got a, a very big archive, a lot yeah. of it Ziggy, but I, I've got later pictures too. To getting a great studio session I did in 2002, uh, of which I actually have video. You know, right. like in the early days, even though I would shoot films sometimes with the gigs, and of course I did those um, those music videos, the Ziggy ones, like Life on Mars and Gene Genie and, and Space and
1: Oddity, and uh, yeah. I'm only dancing, right? I mean, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I mean, those are really the beginning, right? I mean, when uh, when would the Space Odyssey vi- Oddity video? come out when was that
2: yeah not not the dopey one that he did in 69 this no yeah in yeah it's 72 when it was re-released but right. um it was uh it, it, we were all young i mean if you were 30 you were old in yeah. those days <laughs> imagine that yeah, imagine yeah. if you were 30 you were and you were old i mean nowadays we're all actually old but
0: uh, You know, you, you were talking about Netflix and, and documentaries. There was one about David Bowie that I watched a few weeks ago. And I did not realize the many years in London that he was just throwing as much stuff up against the wall as he could yeah. and getting absolutely nowhere. And yeah, then he, he came did. to America and, and kind of made it bigger here.
2: Well, Ziggy was on, I mean, I was around all that period. I traveled with him and uh, took a lot of pictures as, as well of footage. But he he had been sculling around David Jones and the like.
0: Yeah, right.
2: All this stuff. Uh, and he hadn't, well, he had had a minor hit in 69. Although, to be honest with you, I barely registered it. With was right. Space Oddity. Yeah. And, it, and it was... I believe it was actually a top 10 single, uh, in the UK. Uh, although it obviously didn't do anything in America. Right. Um, but, and he was breaking out in, I think we came over in September of 72 and things were definitely jumping about in, in, in the UK by then. Okay. But, um, I met him in March of 72 and there were, I think there were three or 400 people at the first gig um and when i think it was the day after ziggy Stardust was released he played uh oxford town hall and that's when i got that it, The well at the time it was the infamous guitar fellatio Shop. yes the, right Mick uh, and there were a thousand people there that night so okay so yeah he was time,
0: starting to hit it then
2: something was happening he came to america Yes, East Coast, West Coast, uh, Cleveland, Detroit, he was get, he had some buzz going on and decent crowds. You went to Kansas City or St. Louis, and you get about 300 people Right, shot. So he didn't crack America fully, but he did get a lot of publicity that helped him in England, too.
1: Um, oh, interesting. So. Yeah I, was, I, yeah, I can't see David Bowie in, like, Wichita, Kansas. Right. probably wasn't going to work very especially, well in the 70s. Especially yeah. with the Ziggy show. You know, and, and yeah,
2: it was weird. I yeah. mean, this is America. Right. God bless it. It's come a long way since then. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can imagine. Different worlds. Rolling around looking like that.
0: Yeah, we're, we're in Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah,
2: Chicago, I, th- I do remember would it be in chicago i've got pictures of him a load of pictures of him backstage in chicago
1: oh cool could uh, have been at the stadium maybe or you know, the, the amphitheater, amphitheater? Well, no, i can't
2: really remember yeah i mean it was you know i don't want to go on about it but it was a long time ago yes so, yes that is true it's not that me it's not that all my uh you know brain cells uh are whacked out now. In fact, they're pretty perky. Well, but, you know, um,
0: I was looking over the list of stuff you did, and, and you know, uh, one of the things jumped out at me was the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, obviously an icon in film. Uh, you know, when Dave and I met, went many times to see that movie when we were in oh, college. Oh, did you dress
2: up as well? You know, yeah. I wasn't a real yeah.
1: dress-up guy, but uh, I, I yeah. definitely had, like, the the water. Yeah, I brought, one. like, toast. You yeah. <laughs> know, and throw the toast <laughs> right. at the That was the only and, thing I could know.
2: cook. Yeah, I <laughs> bet you had the that's heels, <laughs> well,
0: all right. It's time to confess. Yeah. Uh, but Again, we're a blue state. That's fine. Here. Yeah. That must have been that must have been uh, quite a wild uh, set, or, or or was it not?
2: Yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, um, and and of course there wasn't a huge amount of money around, so that was like a lot of things in those days. Uh, I didn't know it might have, which was a, quite a bit. It cost a million or so. Okay. Uh, and when they. When they actually put it out, I mean, it was a complete fud. Right, right. right. They couldn't, they didn't know what to do with it. And then some bright spark somewhere put it on as a midnight movie. Right. It must have come out, I shot the stills in 74, so it must have come out in 75. Around 76, the midnight movies started popping right. up. And of course, it's been the biggest late midnight movie of all time by far oh it's cr- so.
1: my daughter who's 16 has gone you know yeah
0: i mean to- the, some of the the cast is uh pretty uh exotic i mean you go from susan sarandon to tim curry to meatloaf <laughs>
1: yeah you know yeah <laughs>
2: not that any they were not so well known then
0: that's I mean, true
2: them, that's they really true weren't um it would i mean they couldn't have four big faces right but uh i saw tim a couple of years ago they actually did a new version of it for um with what's his name was in it he played the meatloaf role, the guy that sings with queen nowadays i don't mean Oh, adam
1: Lambert. Land, yes yeah.
2: yeah yeah i got a lot of pictures of him on that set so and the what's the name of the transgender black is the new, or orange is the new black uh because he no she i i was corrected a couple of times okay. uh, yes. bye bye for not calling him she her, she um <laughs> played the played the um played the tim curry role oh. so uh it's actually I don't know. It's very hard when I mean, you do remakes of just about anything. Yeah, it's like they remakes of movies,
0: but especially this movie. one. Especially this one. You know why you? Yeah, why, yeah, why, why do it again? Do it. You, you know, you,
1: you got the perfect. You know, you got the perfect.
2: It's not
0: going to get film. campier than it than that original. It just. It's almost impossible. Yeah.
2: No, it was a more. It was more money put into it. They shot it in Toronto. And they actually Lou Adler, the producer mm. for many years, he wanted me. To go and take a bunch of stuff just because of the link, uh, obviously, with the original version. But um, I know it, it it did a Halloween a couple of years ago, and I haven't heard much about it since. But yes, you can't. I remember years ago they did a remake of Psycho. Yeah right. right. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, come on. It was terrible. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it was you know ten minutes.
1: You know this is a piece of shit. Uh, Album covers. You've you've shot Uh, hundreds, right? I mean, uh, yeah. uh, It's some
2: very obscure ones.
1: uh, You know what? Any? um, Well, we talked about the Queen album cover a few minutes ago. Any other album covers that you thought? You know, wow, this is this is Uh, going to. this is something special, you know, and maybe it did or did not do well.
2: Well, you know, I don't, it's how much, I don't really have any control over right. what happens musically because right. I'm not a DJ. So, um, um, but a few of them, yeah, obviously, uh, popped up and then more popped up when they started doing compilations or re-releases in the 80s. But people are, you know, they're enamored of like Sid Barrett and mm-hmm. and, and my, I did a bunch of album covers with Lou Reed and, of course, especially Transformer. Oh, and then, yeah. Um, and then, interestingly enough, I shot Transformer and Raw Power in the same venue um, a night apart. They were shot in success days really was
0: there any sleep in between yeah with that lou reed guy i
2: didn't need sleep (laughs) (laughs) you could bypass on that more hours for fun
0: so Um, so what are you doing now you 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 mentioned it briefly at the beginning you're You're still still, shooting you're still shooting so tell us about uh Rock,
2: 2019 Big subject. I mean, I've, I've shot other stuff lately, but he's a big one. I like Benizio. I met him one night and we got talking, and now I'm going to do a sh- shoot with him in early, early, I think in about five weeks. Okay. So, but I've shot Mark Ronson and I've shot Pharrell and I've shot Snoop and Janelle Monet and a whole bunch of people. Um, in fact, if you see the documentary, you'll see some more of that in there. In there. Um, because I was very insistent that it wasn't just some 70s nostalgia <laughs> right. thing. I uh, I wanted to get in, you know, the more modern stuff. And uh, but I I love it still. I love it. That's I can, great. I can still go to the same place. Well, I tell you what. A couple of puffs on those marijuana pens <laughs> and uh, a cup of coffee. <laughs> Uh, and I'm off to the races. Well, you know?
1: Illinois, January first, you can come here and you can <laughs> puff away all you want. No one's going to say anything. Oh, is
2: it going to be fully legal? Yep. Then? Yeah.
1: January one. That's why we're. That's why we're doing the
2: podcast yeah. from Chicago. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, hey, uh, your website mickrock.com. I'm on it right now. You can buy stuff from you, right? I mean, you can. I uh, think
2: they've started to do. Yeah, I can't keep up with everything. There's so much going on. He's
1: got people, um, Dave. He's got
0: people. <laughs>
2: It's um I think those are those Bowie T's. I'm doing some project with my friend John Varvatos, the clothing designer, uh with uh, some limited edition T shirts. Of initially of David and Lou. Um and uh there's somebody else they're putting them on dresses, putting, Wow. putting they, they, they it's people want this stuff it amazes me
1: lunch boxes yeah. and huggies what do we you know yeah. i'm not sure about that
2: you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the prophylactics maybe yeah, you no, know. Hey, hey, that, you know, there you go that'd be
0: fine. <laughs> well thank you very much mick for being on the show it's really been fun talking to you we you know we uh look up to you we yeah. we can see i know you don't like the title the man of the chat the 70s but you know, we're, played we're pro- a few bills. Reason, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. and We're products of the 70s. So we are. We're products of the 70s ourselves. So but thank you for all that you've done.
1: And thank you for being on the show. And much health to you. My and, pleasure. And uh, yes, thanks a lot. And um, again, we really appreciate your time. It Take it easy. So
0: gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks. All right. love. Bye bye, bye. bye. Can't do better than that. There's something about the accent. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And he called us loves. He did. Yeah, he did. Hey, love. Uh, thank you, Mick, for taking the time. You should send him some books. So. I'm going to send him John's. We just talked about Landon. Yeah. I'm talking, uh, Bobby Skatefish's book. I'll send uh, Bill Page's book. Yeah. Everything I Know I Learned from rock stars. Okay. Um, Mitch Michael's book. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to load the guy up. Yeah. You know? He'll actually appreciate those stories. Uh, well, thanks,
0: thanks again to uh, Mick Rock, who had no choice to be a rock photographer. Uh, so if you want to know more about Rick and Dave, you can check us out at EckhartsPress.com. We're also at Chicago Um If you want to email us, no one does, no. but uh, apparently this is a grandpa's medium. Yeah, but funny. if you want to email us, it's uh, minutiamanpodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with OpiShows.com. Opi, of course, is hippo backwards. OpiShows.com. What's emu backwards? What is what? Emu backwards
1: umi umi okay umi that's uh, gonna be a, that's gonna be our we're gonna we're gonna do our own okay. production company distributed movie spelled backwards
0: distributed by ed silla the radio misfits uh, podcast network a great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radiomisfits.com and we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutiaman. The, the proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has
1: been a presentation of Opie Productions.
2: Tony, can you shut up?
0: Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Yeah, blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an opi production on the Radio Misfits podcast network. Silver. Really? Silver.